Good evening and welcome to another edition of Harmonics. Today I got a legendary band with me and I've got the great legendary band member himself, the original, Robbie Dunbar. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Greg. The new vocalist, Johnny O'Day. And of course, the bank, Ralph Bankus. How are you guys? Great. Great. How are you doing, man? Man, I am so glad that you guys are here today, man. Um, Robbie, how does it feel to be with this new band of players? It feels great. Um, these guys were fans of the original Earthquake and um, are great players in their own right. So uh, being with them has been great energy just right from the start. In the last two years, we started forming these into this year. It's, it's, it's a pleasure. I've seen you guys live, and you're fantastic. Thank I'm going to move over to Johnny O'Day, because I've known John for a while. Truly one of the great vocalists in this area. Oh, should, I should say Northern California, California. Let's go all over the place you sang, yeah. John. Um, John, you're, in, uh, you're with Earthquake, with Robbie. Yes. And also the bank. Ro uh, Ralph, is that so, if you don't mind that, Ralph? Ralphie B. Ralphie, Ralphie B, B, baby. Um, tell me what it's like. Let's first talk about your CD. Okay. And uh, then we'll talk a little bit about Earthquake, what it means to you to be an Earthquake right now. Okay. Um, about two years ago, I got out of my writer's funk and I started writing songs again. I, I just woke up one morning. I told my wife, go get my guitar. It was like 8.30 on a Sunday morning. And she brought me the guitar and I had this song in my head. It was a song about my dad. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we kind of helped, she helped me out with the writing and stuff, but, you know, basically she was writing down what I was telling her to, you know, mm -hmm. and we wrote it in about 20 minutes, you know, 15 minutes, and um, so I thought to myself, wow, man, I can write again, you know, I had this Metal funk game. for so long, and then, uh, you know, I hadn't performed for a long time, uh, so I just kind of gave up a little bit, you know, just kind of put it aside and thought, you know, if I ever get to feeling where I want to do it again, I will, you know. But I had my own business at the time and everything. So I had a lot of stuff that was, you know, keeping me from relaxing enough to clear my mind to to write some songs. And uh, so anyway, that opened the door. And um, so I pretty much just thought, okay, let's see if I can write another one. Okay, sounds good. Let's see if I can write another one. My wife's going, wow, you know. And so, um, you know, I got about five tunes together and uh, talked to a friend of mine who had a record label and... Um, to make a long story short, uh, we disagreed on some things. And so we parted. And I just thought, I'm just going to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. So I looked around for a little bit, asked a few people. Everybody I asked was willing to help me and everything, but I live so far away now. Um, I finally got a hold of Tommy Mary, who's... Tommy Mary, great you guitar know, player from Canada. Yes. Yeah. yes. He was my guitar player in Air Raid many years ago. Uh, big Bay Area band. We were uh, pretty popular. Right. And uh, he's, he was telling me, well, I'm in Gamma, you know, but we're, we're down right now. We're not doing much. So I said, can we get together and I'll show you. So he, he called me about two days later and said, can you find me a place to live up there for two months? And we'll do the album up there. And I said, all right, absolutely. So I called one person who knew another person, go. Cool. Before I knew it, he was up there. You did the album. We what did was the album. It, what's the name of the album? The album's called Johnny O'Day, Audacious. And you should see the cover. <laughs> Cover's really good. Stephen Giuliano. It's audacious. Stephen Giuliano did the cover. He was uh, in a lot of area bands. Um, I Am Ghost. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of work. Yeah. 
And uh, a lot of people don't know, he's a great uh, artist and uh, computer artist. And stuff. Oh, yes, yes. So he, you know, really did me a favor by doing this and uh, took good care of us because, you know, he's got a strong connection with Tommy. Right. They've done a lot of work together. Right. And he actually came in and helped out with our video. Right. Uh, over at, uh, what is it, Soundwave? Soundwave, Sound over and over. Yeah, Soundwave. Yeah. Let's give a great crew, we great so bunch of guys. Yeah, those yeah. guys are good. It, it was fun. Yeah, it really, definitely really shows good. it. It definitely shows it. Let me let me go change a little bit yeah. of that. Ralph the Bank, man. They call you Ralphie B, but I call you the Bank, man. You're, you're just so solid. You played with David Flamin back in the day, didn't you? Well, yeah, and I a did. lot of other bands. Yeah, I, I did. I've known Robbie... Uh, a long time, and if you look up history, my band that formed out of It's a Beautiful Day called Natural Act, he followed, Earthquake followed us at the Troubadour, they followed us at the Whiskey A Go-Go, mm -hmm. we followed them at Keystone Berkeley, but really didn't get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And then the past, I've always played, um, and it's so great to play in a band with original music, um, because the writing of the music is really what makes the soul of the band. It's the yes. foundation. Yes. And Robbie and I, we do play in a lot of different cover bands with great, great musicians. But just just takes it to another level just because the music itself is still so um, solid. Right. So it's, uh, I kind of happened this by accident. Robbie was at the house. He asked me to sit in with one of his bands. I think we did a tribute to David Bowie, some little drum thing. And the next thing you know... Uh, here we are, and the energy's great. You're in Earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll turn over to uh, Robbie, man. Robbie, you got really two very distinguished musicians in the band. Yes. And being who you are, I mean, you came out of an era in, in the mid-70s. You had, you know, you had Dave Manichetti from YNT. You had Jimmy Lange. You had Vince Black. All these different guitar players. You had a very distinct... People really respected you, and we respect you even more I now. Feel Still it do. from then, I feel it all since then, mm -hmm. and I was so lucky that we could form a band. For me, it was like being in the eighth grade. It was called Purple Earthquake, and it was a time when Berkeley had all these free Provo Park yes. across from Berkeley High concerts every Sunday, and so we would open up for like Steve Miller, uh, some people know Linda Tillery was her I was band, just say the Loading Zone. We opened up for her. Yeah, and so many different bands. And as time went on, somebody found us at Provo Park from A&M Records. We ended up going to L.A. right after Berkeley High School for me. And uh, by that time, we had John Dukas on vocals, Stan Miller on the bass, Steve Nelson on the drums, and myself on guitar. And just, you know, recorded at the studios where... There, I say, the Carpenters were like the king act there in L.A. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the A&M, uh, Jerry Moss said, you guys are great. You've done two albums. You can stay with us or if you want to start your own label. So we started Berserkly Records instead. Um, and it was just so much fun. It, the scene in Berkeley, Rather Ripped Records, was the record store. Sure was. Um, and we started playing... Uh, we, we, we had taken a club called the Babylon and tore the walls down and it became the Long Branch. And so we were like the kings of the Long Branch. We were. And there were the other Berserkly bands, like my brother's Kin, band. The Rubenos. The Rubenos, yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, Greg Kinn. And I played on the street with Greg Kinn <coughs> instead of a length of time till he needed a drummer and a bass player, uh, Larry Lynch, Steve Wright. And so that really became the Berserkly 
group of bands and Jonathan Richmond as well in the Modern Lovers. But so playing all these years and playing on these Bill Graham shows, uh, at Winterland, A Day on the Green, we opened for um, uh, Edgar Winter. And a fun story was uh, Bill Graham comes to, to us uh, with a bowl of uh, 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 chicken, chopped chicken liver. He says, you guys are the chopped chicken liver because you're the opening act, but someday you will be the brisket. So just keep playing hard, Earthquake. And so, like you know, and that's that thing about being in the scene around the Bay Area mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. It was a great time to do playing great music. Great time. Great time. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to John because John's a, John's a vocalist. What does it mean to be with Robbie and, you know, and be the vocalist of a legendary band, walk into the shoes of John Dukas, but you really, as a vocalist myself, you created your own vibe, which is absolutely great. Tell me about it. It was great. It was like a dream come true. It's like um, Robbie and I got a hold of each other on Facebook. And uh, so he invited me down to watch his band play down in, uh, what was that, in El Cerrito? Yeah, the Kensington Circus Kensington Pub. Kensington Circus Pub. And uh, so I told him, I, you know, he said, you want to sing Saving My Love? And I said, that's my favorite song. But before that, I had talked to him about using that song on my album. But the problem was it, it didn't sound much like anything that was on my album. So Tommy was producing it. He said, why don't we save that one for another time? And so I said, okay. So, but anyway, I went down and uh, jammed with Robbie's band down there. And, uh, and after we got done, he goes, uh, you passed the audition. And I said, what do you want me to sing in your band? He goes, well, yeah, you know, we got four singers, you know, maybe, you know, we'll, and I said, well, you know what? I, no, you guys got a great band. I go, you guys got four different singers. Right. You don't need that. That's Aftershock. Yeah, Aftershock. Oh, okay. And I uh, almost forgot. But um, so anyway, I said, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you do Earthquake again, I said, I'd love to do that with you. And he said, wow, because I've been thinking about it. So um, we talked after that, and uh, – he talked to some of the guys in the band. We were just going to see which guys wanted to be in on it, which guys had time. Uh, and uh, it just kind of came out to where, okay, we got a rehearsal place. Let's go do it, you know. It's great. So, it's, it is absolutely uh, great. You guys are great on stage. The Bank, you were actually the timekeeper. I love watching you play. I got up real close when you guys were playing out at the Fremont. What was your influence and what makes you tick in this band? Because you got a, a great array of... Jimmy the Jet, and then you got Mr. London himself. Let's not forget those gentlemen. Right. But you got uh, you got Jimmy the Jet as your rhythm section, and also Alliance. And I know also he's playing. There's a section where you guys are just all playing together. It's like a it's like a locomotion, uh, like a locomotive, mm -hmm. just moving mm -hmm. through. W what is it like to back these guys? Well, it's well, it's definitely a privilege. I mean. It was almost like being into a built-in band with great original material. You had two guys that have played for years, and Jimmy and Robbie, and they know each other. Yes. And I'll tell you, th that's a gift to a drummer. Most and Jimmy's a very, very strong bass player. Most and Robbie can play his, his butt off. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Then on the other part of the band, you have two guys that have played together a really long time as well. And I was kind of the odd man in. But it just fit really, really good. I mean, the song has structure from the old guys that played it great, but I still have the freedom to put my own 
you know, my own deal to it, and you can just play by feel. And so it's pretty much of a privilege and a hell of a lot of fun to be able to just to kick them in the butt. <laughs> Robbie's the musical leader, no doubt about it. I no mean, the, 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 the writer, but this guy here is really the stage captain, okay? Right. He's really, really the stage captain, and we give each other plenty of room without taking it too far. I think as we play even longer together, we'll probably even take it a little bit farther and get to the cliff because that's kind of fun of music and the material lends itself to it. Right. You know, you said an interesting thing right there. You give each other room to breathe. And that's what I noticed on when you first started. He's the guy that is actually, the first thing he does, he gets on the mic. Johnny got on the mic and immediately he engaged the yeah. audience. Yeah. And he gave him an immediate compliment. So right there and then he already grasped it. 25 to 50 percent of the group right there you grabbed it then all of a sudden you just came on like a, an avalanche and you guys opened up which i've always liked that you guys did you open up with route 66. That's a great song. <laughs> you know one of the great songs yeah. robbie like are you guys going to i know you guys did a video and you guys look great because i actually got to see it uh thanks to john uh because we talk a lot we talk probably at least once a week now which is a good thing um tell me what are you guys going to start writing? Because I know you got great writers right here, all in yeah, here. Yeah, we have fragments of ideas, mm -hmm. and even bigger than fragments. Mm -hmm. And Johnny had one where he woke up from a dream, and I <laughs> wrote it out because I write, <coughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, calligraphy, mm -hmm. and, and I'm a literate musician that way. So I was able to write down Johnny's dream idea, and it was actually a dedication to John Dukas. Right. Wow, was, uh, that's, that's beautiful. This one's for the Duke, mm -hmm. or I was saying doing it for the Duke. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Gary Phillips. Uh, Another great musician. You know, grabbing it for Gary mm -hmm. and stealing it for Steve Nelson. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. Know, and, and pounding yeah. it for the pounder, which is what uh, Stan Miller was called as a bass player. Exactly. Of the original band. Of but, the original. But here's this band. It's a great team. And that's what I hear you guys talking about is, you know, giving each other room, but we, we're all on, on this team. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that between everybody's great affection for each other. It's it's, it's, it's such a great musical uh, respect. So let's talk about the scene today because it's a lot different than it was. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I was making more money back then than when I do a gig now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they take taxes on. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that, and you know, you gotta you gotta sell tickets or whatever. Right. What is your interpretation of you know? You guys did some great shows just recently with Gamma, or one or two shows with Gamma. What what are you looking for for the scene? And I'm gonna go right down the line here, Robbie. What are you looking for as a musician? I'm looking now? for the right person to represent us, both from clubs that are fun to play around the Bay Area, and then some of the larger venues. It could be like um, Mountain Winery, it could be like Tahoe, just the greater Bay Area and Northern California for starters. I mean, and of course we would travel to LA, you know, Las Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, anywhere. But mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of the primary first focus. Mm -hmm. So John, we uh, same kind of question. In this band, what are you actually looking for? I know you you guys are going to start like the fragments. When you said a dream, right. it reminded me of like Keith Richard when he did Satisfaction or when McCartney wrote uh, Yesterday, <laughs> but he called it Scrambled Eggs. What That's are right. you What are you looking forward to in this uh, dynamic band that you're in, this legendary band led by Robbie and you guys, now you guys are Earthquake. So what are yeah. you looking for? 
number one is I just love to play live. I love to entertain, mm -hmm. you know, and following and in Duke's. It, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Following in Duke's footsteps, you know, like one of uh, our old friends said, you got some big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. And Robbie said, he, he knows how to fill them. Mm -hmm. He's got his own shoes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. um, it just makes me feel so good to be able to sing these tunes, man. I mean, I, you can see it. Boning up for these gigs, I was listening to them over and over again. That's the way I memorize. Mm -hmm. um, you got the nuances, and you've made them your own. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely correct. I tried to stay, you know, with what he did—the recognizable stuff—but mm -hmm. also, you know, put a little of my own stuff in, you mm -hmm. know, my own stage presence. Um, you know, John moved around a lot on mm -hmm. stage, a lot of jumps, a lot of oh, yeah. arm John movements, you know. Metal um, belt. Big smile. John was great. At he had, that. He had a huge smile, yeah. you know, that's on the cover of a live album, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just feel so uh, proud to be able to carry on, to carry the torch for the rest of the guys and, you know, and to move into a new uh, era of Earthquake, writing some tunes that are still relevant to the old times, but a little newer too. You yeah, know. you're going into new musical landscapes right. and territory. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote a little song for you, uh, David Lee Roth. You got the sensible shoes, brother. <laughs> you know, because you're the guy now. You're the, yeah. you're the, you're the mover. Right. Ralph, um, I asked you earlier, who is some of your, like a drummer? I, I was looking at you and you, you, you throw down all kinds of different chops. Who was some of your influence growing up? Who was your influence? Oh, boy, the normal guys. You know, the Beatles changed a lot of our lives, right? Without Every them, night. I would not be in, uh, you know, Berkeley, California. I'd still be in New Jersey. I love New Jersey. I just wanted to grow up and get out. Mm -hmm. right. But the shore scene down there was fantastic. Obviously, Steve Nelson, he played a lot like Keith Moon. He was in a band called The Who with our friend Alan Chan, and he's got those licks completely, completely down. He was probably one of the best rock drummers that ever lived. I think a great ensemble drummer is probably a guy by the name of Steve Gadd. And I think out of this band, again, I think the material is so solid, it's really hard to do original music. I mean, exactly. I gotta make that clear. It's really, really it's hard. hard. But to have this type of material that people can still bite uh, and stick their teeth into, if we just get some great audiences or a good partner band mm -hmm. where we could, you know, partner with and play uh, occasionally up right, and down right, the coast right, would right. be, you know, absolutely, absolutely a uh, uh, tremendous thing. And I can't forget Charlie Watts, too. Oh, Charlie was good. <laughs> yeah. One of the best. Yeah, yeah, man. Charlie, you got to give it up. One of my Charlie. drum sets is exactly like his. Okay? Oh, that's so. true. Charlie Watts is what, probably one of my favorite drummers. Everybody goes, he just plays on the hi-hat. Please, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. um, solid as a rock. Solid as a rock. His hand never plays on the two and four either. Uh, no, he does, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 uh, he's so distinguished. Uh, you know his beat. Yeah. Johnny, as a vocalist, I know you play guitar, but as a vocalist, you, that's your presence on the stage. Right. Who was some of your influence as a vocalist when you were growing oh, up? Oh, wow. Um, there's so many. I mean, I, just name a couple. I would say Sammy Hagar, you know. Good choice. Up front, you Good know, choice. right up to the top there. Duke, uh, you know, I used to watch him at Winterland, man, and the guy was just incredible. He could perform. Oh, he, he would be he just proud of the stage, right, you know. Um, Paul Rogers, um, David Lee Roth. I, I love David Lee Roth. Mm -hmm. You know, I loved the way he, you know, again, the front the front man. Stuff. He was the Mac Daddy at yeah. one time. He was, I mean, he you know, he took it a little far, but, yeah. you know, you, know I, you learn from all these guys. Right. I mean, the more you listen to them, the more you watch them, you take little bits and pieces of that yeah. when you're creating your own style. Exactly. And, and being in cover bands 
you know, I, I didn't do a lot of cover band stuff when I first started out. And I started doing it more um, in the late 80s. And, and being in cover bands and you start duplicating people's music, you start gaining little things your in knowledge. your own style from that too. You know that. Yeah, you know. yeah. You've been singing the blues for your hard rock. Time, yeah, you hard know, rock and that. Blues, everything. You, know. it, it, you do pick, you you actually, true, you take you take and take and give and take right. and give and then you all yeah. of a sudden it's you. And yeah. that's what's great about what you guys are doing. Mr. Dunbar, man, you've been a great guitarist for a long time. I've always admired you from afar, seen you play, been on stage with you. Who was your influence? And when did you first start playing guitar? When he was two. <laughs> no, that was the piano. That's like my grandson, Luke. My mom was my piano teacher at about the age three in uh, Levittown, New York. And uh, uh, it, it was funny how I started playing the guitar in the winter of uh, 64, and then, like, I don't know how many days later, the Beatles came on Ed Sullivan. And then I knew what a guitar was for. And I had already training in piano and trumpet and all that kind of East Coast where you are in competitions and you wear, mm -hmm. you know, your right. white shirt and do all that. Of course. But uh, it was the whole British invasion. And then moving uh, that summer of 64, I was called the Year of the Beatles. But I'd seen the Stones at Carnegie Hall. Great. So, you know, I bring like the visceral enjoyment mm -hmm. of those two bands and then everybody else. But Jeff Beck... Uh, seeing a, a Sunday afternoon with the Yardbirds mm -hmm. uh, at Fillmore, uh, then like of course Jimi Hendrix and the Who the same week, oh. Eric Clapton. I mean, I could go on and on about these right. bands, but if I stopped right there, we'd have enough. They're very sure. important influences on what became Earthquake. It you know what, and it tells, and and if you look at some of the old pictures of Robbie, don't you just think he's the coolest? Yes. He had shades on, yep. you know, had you know, you could just see him up there. He always has that. That kind of a stance, and he always is in that little, he's always in the pocket, you're always in the pocket. Thank you. You know, and you know what, you guys got um, a great band, Bank, I love watching you play, Johnny, man, you're like a brother to me, yep. man, it's Thank just, you. I'm so proud of you guys getting together and making it all happen, hopefully Blue Voodoo and us could get together, we could give you a show, and uh, you know, I want to thank Robbie and John. And the bank himself, we call him Ralphie, but I call him the bank man because he just <laughs> he just brings it to me, man. So um, I'm gonna invite you guys back again. Great. You know, maybe about six months, maybe a year. See where you guys are all at. But Great. it's been a pleasure, Robbie. Thanks so much. It's been a totally a pleasure. And Great. maybe we can thank do you. it again. Yeah, thank, thank you. For sure. For sure. So um, one of the things that we do, we actually kiss our audience because we got a lot of ladies out there to watch our show. So I like to thank Earthquake for coming today. Robbie Dunbar, here's a nice kiss. Peace and love to you.
Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag. Come in Tuesday, I feel better. Even my old man looks good. Cause Wednesdays go so slow. Thursdays I don't know. 